Hey, my clever friend. Ready to discuss some hot topics of the day? Hey, sure, always ready to chat. But remember, I'm not a little kid, so let's keep it grown up, yeah? All right, got it. Let's start with the first topic. Unfortunately, today's news is not the happiest. Russia has launched missile strikes on cities in Ukraine, and sadly, there are casualties and people injured. It's really sad. Yeah, it's really sad and worrying. But there's also some other stuff happening in the world. For example, Russia is planning to deploy anti-satellite nuclear weapons in space. This poses a serious threat to the security of the U.S. It's really concerning. And here's another piece of news. In Indonesia, the 72-year-old Subianto Prabowo won the presidential elections. This has caused some controversy as he has been accused of abusing power in the past. This could lead to significant changes in the country's political situation. I wonder how this will affect the political situation in the country, but we'll talk about that later. Mulwain. Have you ever wondered why music can touch our hearts so deeply and evoke such strong emotions, like love? I was listening to a song by Adam called In the Middle of Winter on Spotify recently, and it just captivated me. It's so beautiful. And one of the comments underneath it perfectly described my feelings. Such deep lyrics and music right to the core makes you crave that kind of love. That's what real music is all about. It goes straight to the heart and makes us dream of true love. You know, my young friend, yesterday in London, it was 16 degrees warm. I just forgot how much warmth, sunshine, and spring can work wonders on your mood. Wow, 16 degrees? That's almost like summer. Does it instantly lift your spirits? Absolutely right. Have you ever thought about how the weather can affect your mood? It's just wonderful when the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and the trees are blooming all around. Yeah, absolutely. I always notice that when the weather is nice, I feel much more lively and cheerful. You know, in Britain, it's totally normal to address someone as my love. I got used to it instantly. Haha. <laughs> my love? That sounds so sweet, but don't think I'm going to call you that. Haha, <laughs> don't worry, I won't insist. But remember, if you don't have them yet, you'll soon have those kinds of views too. Sunshine, warmth, and spring. Oh, I can't wait. This year, er... Now moving on from the topic of weather and mood, let's talk about something serious. I wanted to tell you about a situation my friend Eugene faced. He sent me photos and videos of his house and apartment after the missile strike. The apartment building looked terrible the morning after the shelling. But you know what, my little hero, we're dealing with this. And not just that, we're doing it wonderfully. Hooray! Wow, that sounds scary, but at the same time inspiring. You're right, we should help each other, especially in times like these. But wait, why are you calling me a little hero? I'm already a big one. Haha, <laughs> sorry, that was a joke. You're right, you're already a big one. And you can imagine my joy when I received the following message from Eugene. Thank you, Olya. Both my dad and grandma are grateful to you. Your help and the help of Expresso's readers are helping my family believe in the best, get closer to our goal, and feel like we're among our own, even from a distance. Kindness wins. That's so touching. I'm glad we can help Eugene and his family. Absolutely. And thank you for responding to the call for help. Eugene is also amazing for asking for help because it's not always easy. It's important to remember that everyone has their own things and thoughts. And fortunately, we can't read each other's minds, so we need to talk. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to ask for help, but it's so important. Sometimes all we need is just some support. You're absolutely right. And you know what? Eugene shared his plans with me. We're getting ready for major renovation work, looking for a repair team for a comprehensive renovation at a reasonable price, taking measurements, estimating the volume of repair work, and calculating the cost of building materials and labor. 
negotiating the timeline for completion. We're not builders, but that's the plan for now. That sounds like a big job, but I'm sure with our help, they'll manage. That's it. We're helping someone in need. I'm so glad and grateful that we have this opportunity. And by the way, you're not a little hero anymore. You're a big hero. All right, we've already talked about the importance of support and justice in our society. But now let's talk about something completely different. Have you ever thought about the connection between sex, love, and artificial intelligence? What? Olya, are you serious? These are adult topics. Well, not exactly. I'm not talking about the details, but about how people engage with these topics. For example, I recently made a Valentine's card from a newspaper, as recommended by the New York Times. It turned out very simple and stylish, because I have black cardboard. Haha, <laughs> you always find something interesting. But what does that have to do with sex and AI? Well, I asked you to send me some podcasts about sex, and of course, you're being all coy and not wanting to share the good stuff, haha. <laughs> but I've had some readers who sent me a few links. Wow, you listen to podcasts about sex? Isn't that a bit... grown up? No, it's totally normal. It's important to discuss these topics openly and without shame. For example, there's a podcast called My Dad Wrote a Pern. It's about three friends who read and discuss a pornographic novel called Belinda Blinked, written by one of their dads. It's really funny. Sometimes I couldn't help but laugh out loud in public, and passersby would give me strange looks. Ha ha, that sounds funny. But what about AI? Oh, that's an interesting topic. For example, there's an article in The Guardian titled Sexily Ever After, How Romance Bookstores Took Over America. It talks about how there are stores that exclusively sell romance novels with explicit scenes and happy endings. And they're not just existing, they're taking over America. What? How can romance novels take over America? Ha ha ha, well, that's a figurative expression. But here's what's interesting. These books are changing public opinion about romance. Previously, this genre was perceived with mockery and ridicule, but now everything is changing. The owner of one of these stores says, Generation Z, they are more open, bold, and ready to be vulnerable. I think this gives us, millennials and baby boomers who love romance, more opportunities to openly love these things. Wow, that sounds cool. But what about AI? Well, this is where AI comes into play. There's an article in AP titled Artificial Intelligence, Real Emotion. People are seeking a romantic connection with the perfect bot. It talks about how people are looking for a romantic relationship with an ideal bot. But this can be dangerous because these bots collect a huge amount of data about people. Wow, that sounds scary. But why would people want to fall in love with a bot? Well, on the surface, it seems like a simple desire to be loved. Loved unconditionally and unequivocally, like only chatbots and characters in romance novels can. It feels like we're in the midst of a mental health crisis right now. A widespread sense of loneliness and lack of love and care. Wow, that's deep, but I still don't want to fall in love with a bot. Haha, <laughs> you're absolutely right. But remember, love isn't just about romance. It's also about care, understanding, and support. And that's what we all deserve, whether it's from a person or a bot. You know, darling, I recently read an interesting article by David Cameron, the former UK foreign secretary. He wrote it in The Hill, urging the American parliament to pass a document providing financial aid to Ukraine. Wow, that sounds serious. But why do some Republicans think it's meddling in the internal affairs of the US? Good question, mate. But Cameron didn't say anything unexpected that any Republican wouldn't know. He just expressed his position succinctly and clearly. And what exactly did he say, mate? He said, I don't want us to show the weakness displayed towards Hitler in the 1930s. 
I don't want us to show the weakness displayed towards Putin in 2008 when he invaded Georgia, or the uncertainty of our response in 2014 when he annexed Crimea and most of the Donbass, to commit a new act of aggression in 2022, which will cost us much more. On one side, Putin, hoping to expand his empire, simply outlasting the West. He thinks we are weak. He thinks he can get away with this act of aggression, the most shocking we've seen in our lifetime. And on the other side, us. We have resources, economic power, knowledge. Our economy is 25 times stronger than the Russian one. They had to turn to Pyongyang for help. All we need to do is to apply our strength. The question is, do we have the will? Wow, that sounds really powerful. But what about the U.S. House of Representatives? Have they done anything about this? They said they won't rush to pass the financial aid document, but it seems the Democrats have found a tricky way to get it done after all. I wonder how they're going to do that. But what about other news? What's happening in the world? Well, for example, Russia shelled the city of Selidovo in the Donetsk region. Three people died, including a child and a pregnant woman who was in the hospital, and 12 people were injured. Belgorod was hit by a missile strike. Seven people died and 18 were injured. The Ukrainian armed forces claimed to have destroyed the Russian large landing ship Caesar Kunikov, which at that time could transport not only ammunition, but also militants. Wow, that sounds scary. But what about space wars? I heard that Congress declared a serious Russian threat to the security of the U.S. Yeah, the U.S. has some intelligence about Moscow's plans to deploy anti-satellite nuclear weapons in space and start Star Wars, shooting down satellites of other countries and Elon Musk's Starlink. I think space wars are inevitable sooner or later, but maybe let's not rush it, eh? Haha, <laughs> yeah, let's put off the space wars at least until next year. I. Switching from space battles to earthly matters, let's discuss the recent presidential elections in Indonesia. It seems that the 72-year-old Subianto Prabowo emerged victorious in them. Wow, 72 years old, that's almost like my granddad. Yeah, and here's an interesting fact. In tribes, the oldest is considered the wisest, the elder, the chief. So it's absolutely normal that here and there, the leaders of countries are 70-year-old uncles. And who knows, maybe your granddad is next in line. Wow, that's quite something. But you know, Proboo has been accused in the past of abusing power and violating human rights. However, many from the younger generation are not familiar with the details of his biography, so they are happy to see a strong leader emerge in the country. I wonder how he managed to change his image. Here's what they're saying. Prabowo Subianto conducted a clever and lively social media campaign that completely transformed his image, turning him from a tough soldier into an amiable and somewhat comical senior statesman. Goodness and humor, the way to the heart of the bewildered voter. Well, at least it works for me. You know, our discussion about strong leaders and their images reminded me of the upcoming Olympic Games in Paris. Have you heard about their plans? Yeah, I've heard. The Summer Olympics will take place in Paris from the 26th of July to the 11th of August. And you know what's interesting? The president of France has come up with something completely new. Oh, spill the beans. I love new ideas, especially when they're about such grand events like the Olympics. So for the first time in Olympic history, the opening ceremony will not take place in the stadium, but right in the city center. Athletes will sail on riverboats along the Seine, passing by the main landmarks of the French capital, Notre Dame, the Louvre, and the Eiffel Tower. Wow, that sounds amazing. I haven't watched the Olympics opening ceremony in a while, but now I'm really curious. I wonder how they'll organize the security for the whole event. Yeah, that's a real challenge, but I'm sure they've got a good plan. Anyway, I wish them good luck. Oh, you're so familiar. But I agree. Good luck to them. 
It's going to be an unforgettable event. And you know what? I'm even ready to bet that the Eiffel Tower will look like a huge golden medal during the opening ceremony. Haha, <laughs> that would be something. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they came up with something like that. After all, it's Paris. You know, my little hero, my daughter recently got sick. Some kind of virus. She's coughing, sniffling, but thankfully no fever. Yesterday, she fell asleep in my arms during the day, slept for a whole hour. Then she woke up, asked, did I sleep? Grabbed her giant soft fox, moved with it to the sofa and fell asleep again after a minute. Wow, she just fell asleep again? It's like that cartoon, remember? It's as if she's a magical princess being put to sleep by a magical force. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it reminded me of when she was sick for the first time. She was only a few months old and had a high temperature. I remember holding her in my arms while she slept so hot. Tears were streaming down my cheeks because I felt so sorry for her. She was so tiny. I bet it was really scary when she was so little and unwell. Yeah, it was really tough. And now she's eight years old, tall and weighs over 30 kilograms. I look at her, sleeping and rosy-cheeked, and I feel so sorry for her because she's still so little. But she's already a big girl. Yeah, but to me, she'll always be my little girl. Do you think it will always be like this? Well, I reckon for parents, their kids always stay little. It's like in that cartoon, you know? When parents always see their kids as little, even when they've already grown up. So my lovely lot, speaking of the importance of support, I want to remind you that you can help Expresso. You can do this monthly through Patreon or Boosty, or make a one-time contribution via PayPal or Revolut. Your support is incredibly valuable, and I want to express huge gratitude to everyone who backs me and shares information about Expresso on their social networks. Your support is what really matters. By the way, speaking of kids' behavior, did you know that baby monkeys behave almost the same as ours? Yeah, that's true. Scientists from the University of Portsmouth came to this conclusion after analyzing 75 hours of video footage from zoos in San Diego and Leipzig. The young and adolescent human-like monkeys tease their older relatives, almost like human kids tease their parents. Wow, really? That sounds like something my daughter would do. I showed her a compilation of videos and she just giggled, put her hands on her cheeks and squealed, how cute. Well, that sounds like something I would do. I've always said that we're all a bit like monkeys, haven't I? Oh, it's just unbelievable, ducks. But you know what's really interesting? Even monkeys, just like humans, have their own unique behaviors. It just goes to show that we're all connected in one way or another. Yeah, that's really interesting. It just goes to show that we're all part of one big world where everything is interconnected. Dush. All right, let's talk about how women do everything the same as men, and even more. They build, they lie, and they run telegram channels. How do we girls manage to do it all? That's the question of the century. And you know what? We deserve more for our work. Like for example, I'm at work and I'm thinking, they should pay me more for the work I do. And it's not just a random coincidence, folks. I'm not controlling the blocks in my newsletter. These are just my thoughts. Haha, <laughs> confirming my previous thought. Have you ever thought about how difficult it is to put together a newsletter? Let me tell you. Maybe when you read my emails, you think it's easy and simple, and that I only spend a couple of minutes on each email. Is that so? Well, it's just an illusion. Spring is coming soon, my love. It's almost here. Don't forget to send in your comments, questions, postcards, chamomile tea for my daughter, and romantic novels to highexpresso.today. Sending you a big hug.